Game time. One time for the three, two, five, two. Y'all know what it is. City Angels. Do we gonna do it for LA? What's up, Black and Gold family? Welcome to the Los Angeles Saga Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso, alongside Jonathan Ortega, at where John at, at JR4YNOSO. What a W yesterday, man. What a beautiful game. Yes, sir. Had a great time. You enjoyed yourself, Jonathan, yesterday? Yep. You most definitely enjoyed yourself. I did, man. It was a great birthday gift from the Black and Gold. Hell yeah. Shout out to everybody that joined in in the festivities, pre-game, post-game, and during the game. Mm. Shout out. To be real, Kidding and DJ Flick always a banger to listen to this song. But what a show they put on before the game in the North End, man! Shout out to those players, most definitely. There was a little bit more there. Three game yesterday. I don't know why. Yeah, maybe they knew it was your birthday or something. Oh, wait, man. Maybe. But let's go ahead and do this show for Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this is Los Angeles Soccer Show here on 88.1 FM HD3 KKJZ. Long Beach, Los Angeles. We are 22S Radio, but most importantly, we are Black and Gold. Right on, man. We got a fun show for you guys today. What up with you, Jerry? I'm, I'm good, man. How does it feel being 19 years Dude, old? Dude, right I, I was hoping nobody would ask me that. I'm like, I feel you know like, I had to. <laughs> it feels the same way I felt like when I was 18, brother. True. Come on now. True. I was talking to uh, uh, Christian Philemon. Shout out my brother Philly over at Defenders of the Bank. And he, I told him, like, please don't ask me that question. <laughs> and he was like, no, 20, 19 is actually one of the irrelevant ages. Mm-hmm. 20 is the most irrelevant, he said, because it's like you're 20 years old, you're in your second decade, but you still can't do anything. Yeah, you're you're still, almost there, but. You're almost there, but not quite. But not really. Close, but no cigar. So mm. that's definitely, uh, that, that stuck out to me from, from what he told me. Uh, but nonetheless, man, hey, I'm just grateful to be here, man. And what a what a game yesterday! What a day overall! The pregame festivities were uh, out there for sure, man. It was such a such a fun uh, time I had with everyone from 30 to 52 out there. Again, shout out to the defenders for you know making me feel loved. Expos, TSG, Luckies was there. D9, we we're all just having a good time. Everybody. Hey. Black Army, Cuervos, all those foods, man. It was 42 all, Originals. 42 Originals were always, they're always doing their thing, man. Yeah. Uh, so it was awesome just to be around everybody yesterday. Uh, and you kind of missed out a little bit. Mm. You ran a little late, but that's okay. Hey, man. Yeah, Stuff so, happens. You got some business to handle. Stuff happens, her. man. Yeah. Anywho, man, yeah, we got a fun show for you all today. Of course, we're going to break down this LAFCW. Against Minnesota United FC, Adrian Heath got uh, his stuff handed to him by Steve Chirundolo, I heard. Kind of seemed like it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yep. Tactically? Tactically, for sure. He got him handed to him. Oh, yeah. Well, no doubt about that one. No doubt. Uh, And then, you know, I mean, are you hungry? Yes. I'm a little bit hungry, but I don't, I don't know if breakfast tacos sound good right now. Mm. I'll let you know right now. They never do. They never do. Who eats tacos in the morning like that, brother? Plus, a, like, breakfast taco? Like, you got to eat two of them? Like, that's some, what's, the, what's the deal? That's some Taco Bell stuff right there. Personally, bro. I like I like some spice on my tacos. I, oh, I don't yeah. know if I want to be eating spice at right? 8 a.m. That's dude. what I'm saying. Breakfast burritos sound good. Oh, hell yeah. Breakfast burritos will do. I had one of those yesterday. Actually. I know. That's Burbank. how you do it, right? Burbank's, like, the capital of breakfast burritos. I right? heard. Yeah. Like, just go up in the drive-thru. Hey, let me, get, let me get number three. Yeah. <laughs> what you got with the drink with that? 
No Bev. No Bev. Oh, no. you're you're a risky <laughs> guy, bro. <laughs> I know. My bad. My bad. Yeah. It was the morning. I was drinking water. There you go. It's all good, brother. I had some water. But yeah, man. No breakfast burritos here, brother. No breakfast tacos. No breakfast tacos either. We're just going to hear it and write off this hive. We're going to fast for this real quick. And by fast, I mean, we're going to go through the show real quickly because we really need to get something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> Not some tacos. Not some tacos. No Not breakfast, breakfast tacos. We need something actually, you know, good for the morning. Yeah. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dig into this game at LAFC. Welcome Minnesota United FC to the Bank of California Stadium yesterday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Game was broadcast as a Fox Sports one. You already talked about it. The game's broadcasted on Fox. It takes a little minute because they like to do the in studio pregame show. So I got the ESP notification before the game when the game was actually supposed to start mm-hmm. that the game was delayed. I'm like, there's no rain up in here. There's no lightning. Mm. What's going on? And I was like, oh, Fox is doing no, their thing. Fox is here. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to my uh, family over at 110 Football. They had a fantastic pregame and postgame show right on the, I want to say, southeast corner. They had their whole like setup under the press box, under the press box mm. uh, towards the goalkeeper's market, like the south end area. Nice. Um, not only was it a beautiful setup, but they did a fantastic job. So I want to say shout out to 110 Football. They're actually having their uh, LAFC 360 show right after ours at 1 o'clock on YouTube. If you guys want to go ahead and check that out and just support all the other LAFC podcasts and shows going. We got Defenders of the Bank, LAFC Shoulder to Shoulder. Uh, you got Voices Black and Gold. And there's so many much more out there. So go ahead and go check that out after hours here live uh, on Going to westmedia.com for sure, for sure. But yeah, the tactics were not really on display in the first half. Want to say there, but let's go ahead. Bit, it was a bit slow. LAFC and starting slow is a thing. Yeah, and it's not a black and gold matchup without a slow start. Yeah, let's go ahead and unfortunately give our uh, starting lineup here. Maxine Crapo in between the post as goalie. Solid. Franco Escobar was able to get a start. Uh, Morillo, Mamadou Fall, Chiqui Palacios, your back line. And it was a difference right here. I have a four one four one. Same. I wouldn't really say it was that because there was a lot of rotation, but to start, sure. Ilya mm-hmm. Sanchez playing the six as a center defensive mid, holding it down right there. Carlos Vela is playing as a right mid. Kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And then Lati Blessing and Colin Costa as your eights. Mahalo Poku as your left mid, playing the seven. And then up top as a ten is Chicho Arango, more like a nine. But mm-hmm. of course, you know, that could always be converted to a four three three, which is the majority we saw yesterday. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, it says four one four one, but it's like the same thing. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. You know, to start off more defensive, uh, trying to see, okay, let me see what Adrian Heath got going on here, how he's setting up uh, Minnesota United and going forward. Mm-hmm. Also, a custom blessing. Like we've talked about this before. Like they're not necessarily eights or tens. They kind of just take over the half spaces between the front line and the midfield. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, it is four one four one. Like I said, it's it's more of like a. All right, let's just sit back and relax. Let's mm-hmm. not really go more offensive. Four to three, that conversion to four to three, were more like the attacking heavy type of formation. Yeah, four one four one is like let's sit back and see how these guys are gonna play the first five minutes, mm-hmm. and then we we'll go all from there. Yeah. Which I thoroughly enjoy because it's like you know what, it's ninety minutes. It's a long game. We don't have to win this game in the first five minutes necessarily. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. let's just relax. Let's see how these guys do. And, you know, we, we saw from the start, it was a slow start offensively, but in terms of possession, LAFC dominated throughout the whole game. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. They had plenty more chances than Minnesota yeah. had. 23 total shots, three big chances, two of those were converted, and two of those chances were missed. Uh, and it was 52% ball possession compared to Minnesota United's 47%. The expected goals for LAFC were 2.39 compared to Damn. Minnesota's 0.72. So yeah, most definitely a, a, a big difference. 
Yeah, most definitely a big difference. And yeah, man, I mean, the black and gold shutout for sure. Again, it was a bit of a slow start. Uh, throughout the game, there wasn't that many shots. And if there were shots, they were really well uh, off target. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of breaking down the game, there wasn't much. But I will say, looking at Vela's performance yesterday, it was uh, subpar. It wasn't yeah. that good. You know what I mean? There's subpar, no secret to that. say the least. Yeah. And with that, it's like, okay, are they figuring out Vela a little bit? Which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. I mean, yeah, Vela dominated in 2019. That's the Vela we want to see again, you know, where just completely take over the game. Mm-hmm. No matter how he plays, how his form is, if he's on the pitch, the vibe and the overall morale with between his teammates and the rest of the club is is escalated from there. Mm-hmm. Raises the level. Raises the level and it's enhanced. Mm-hmm. Now, what I noticed yesterday, because, of course, like we're seeing right now, it's a 4-1-4-1 at the start, but we saw Vela up at striker. We saw him at light wing. Chicho and Opoku were switching around from time to time. Vela has like a free roam capacity yeah. to him. But I'm starting to think they're kind of using him as like a... I'm over kicking stuff. Decoy? As a decoy. Type situation. Yeah, because I mean, there, he's always going to have two players on him. Mm-hmm. So if he's playing striker, he's going to have both center backs on him. Yep. Which creates space not only for Mahala and Chicho, but also for Conor Costa and Lati Blessing. Yeah, even Palacios. Even Palacios, Escobar. who keeps going out there, mm-hmm. who had a great assist yesterday in that second goal for Cifuentes, mm-hmm. which we'll be talking about shortly. So, yeah, that's something I ca- I, I noticed yesterday, uh, just a, not necessarily mm-hmm. overall tactical masterclass from Steve Trundolo, but nonetheless a great uh, eye for what he saw out there on the pitch and made that adjustment, especially when putting Pancho Ginella and Holland's head and Sifu in there. Mm-hmm. Great subs. Great subs for sure, yeah. Of course, we wanted him to uh, get that match, that record of a hundred goals fast, yeah. ninety-five matches, Go- goals and assists. Excuse me, combined Beat that goals and record. Yeah, but it wasn't. It didn't happen. So, but that's perfectly fine. You know, it at the end of the is. day, he's gonna either get next week. He's gonna get to a hundred. That's the main yeah. goal, bro. We'll take the dub over the record. We'll t- yeah, exactly. So that's the most definitely uh, the priority there. Before we keep moving, I just want to touch on this because we talked about this like one or two weeks ago about Vela not necessarily producing at the same level he has before. Remember, I was playing devil's advocate. I was like, do we really need Vela mm. on this team? What do you think? Three, four games after now. I know it's a loaded, loaded, it, it, it loaded is. question. Yeah, it most definitely is. Um, like, yeah, we love Vela here. Yeah, of no course. Doubt. Yeah, no doubt. But in terms of like, are there, we like dependent on him nowadays? Like we, we I don't, used to be. I don't. As of right now, I don't think we're as dependent on him. But like I said, the morale is sparked. If he's on the pitch, like mm-hmm. everyone's like, "Wow, I'm playing with this guy. I need to actually step it up." And you that's exactly why I see everybody. You know, last season when Vela was off the pitch, the guy that everybody looked up to was Chicho Arango, and it's like, I just got here, bro. You can't yeah. look up to me. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm, I'm figuring it out too. Yeah, exactly. So I think it is important that we have him on the pitch simply for that and. You know, unfortunately, maybe solely, mm-hmm. you know, mm. there's always like that, you know, everyone runs out their tenure. Like I think of Bob Bradley, he ran out his tenure, you know, we could have got the extension. He, he, there was arguably that he wanted four more years. They were willing to give him two. He didn't want to set this. So he skedaddled, mm. you know, but uh, at the end of the day, I think Bob Bradley, you know, he, he stayed too long and he ran his course, ran his course. Exactly. So, um, I don't think necessarily he, uh, Vela has run his course thus far i mm-hmm. think he still has plenty more to play and again 
he's hasn't played consistently like a season and a half mm-hmm. due to whatever circumstance, whether it's injuries or outside of his personal COVID life, and COVID stuff. and all that. It's going to take time, man. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about this league is that it's the only league in the world where it's played throughout the full calendar year. And, you know, fortunately and unfortunately as a Mexican national team fan, uh, you know, he's not going to participate in any kind of, you know, international duties. Mm. And those who do uh, participate in international duties when those time comes for those breaks, mm-hmm. we have great rotation and depth that those presents aren't really missed. And because of those international breaks that occur for our star players like Chica Palacios and, you know, Cifuentes, all those guys come in. We had the subs come in and Vela's presence still being there, mm-hmm. you know, everyone still steps it up. So that's, you know, okay, I know you're playing devil's advocate, which mm-hmm. is nice. I like that a lot. Yeah. But in terms of just the overall presence, you know, you have a veteran right there who's done it mm-hmm. and who's willing to do it again, but just having a little bit of trouble right now to just find that rhythm. Just him being there does a lot for the club. I would agree with you wholeheartedly. That was a good response, Jerry. That was, that was exactly what I was looking for when I set you up with that question. It was like a alley oop. Alley oop, we're gonna yeah. go windmill real quick. Yeah, jump yeah. around. Kobe Shaq. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate that one. Nonetheless, that first goal from Ryan Hollingshead. Uh, what a goal, man! This guy in volleys, dude. I don't know what it is. What it is? This guy lines them up. He okay. So when we signed him from uh, Dallas, he was almost undoubtedly. You could be arguably sure, but undoubtedly the best left back in MLS last season. Mm. And there's times now where we're playing him off the bench. Yep. You know what I mean? Which is kind of difficult, you know, especially for him who's had a very starting role. Uh, he was a heavy starter over at FC Dallas mm-hmm. who are starting to step it as well. All of Texas is stepping up, so shout out to them. Shout out. Um, Not too much, though. Not too much, right? <laughs> not the top, but yeah. you, can, you can be up there. You could be up there soon, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We might not let them. Not the very top, but you can battle it out yeah right below but uh you know him on the bench it might be something that he's not used to mm-hmm. but he is adjusting and adapting to that well mm-hmm. you know he knows he scored in the 82nd man he came in like a 75 yeah 15 minutes to make something happen that's exactly what he did he was a game changer off the bench and not a lot has to do with just Ryan Hollings head because obviously that's a goal hungry man but just the overall eye and adjustment for the game situation that Steve Trundle has been upon on and just adjusting to those circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows who to put out and who to put in. And not only that, but the timing is perfect. He sees, oh, this player is jaded right now. Let's replace him with this player so we can enhance that level and take advantage of our opponent's jadedness. 100%. If there's one thing that Trundle has for sure, like no one can doubt on his ability, has been subs so far this season. Yeah. Number one in subs right now, seven goals. Mm. After last night, seven goals. I believe it's almost eight, actually. But it's, I, I think it's That's seven goals. Most uh, off-the-bench goals right now in the league is from LAFC. That's and easily. Our like, starting 11 is possibly the best in the league. That's and easily like a third of our goals. It is a third of our goals. Yeah. Damn. So that's definitely something that's very fascinating. Impressive. A lot has to do with Steve Trundolo. Yeah. Seven one and one after his first nine matches. Nine matches. And as a professional coach from the most top flight level he could get right now. That is fascinating, dude. And, of course, you know, that that tough loss against uh, Galaxy, it's a derby loss. You know, it's difficult. But he did get the black and gold back into that game. Mm-hmm. It could have gone both ways. And, unfortunately, it went the other way. But, nonetheless, July 8th is something that still continued to be circled on our calendar. And that's something yep. that we continue to adjust of. But before we get there, we have a heavy ran month of May. You know, next weekend we have Philadelphia. Philly. Then 
three days later, we have Portland in the Open Cup, Open which is Cup. another trophy we're still going to fight for. Yep. You know, we want all the trophies. It doesn't matter how big, how Hell small. Yeah. If it's silver and it shines, we want that in our case, right? Mm-hmm. And If it's silver and it shines, I want that to be mine. There you go. That's hey. a bar right there. I appreciate hey. that. Hey, I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Nonetheless, you know, this Minnesota game was definitely, you know, continue to carry that momentum from, you know, we had that loss against Galaxy, and we've been undefeated since then. Yep. So let's continue this run. We have a, like I said, a very heavy uh, schedule in the rest of the month of May. I know we have call, uh, excuse me, call. Yeah, we have Colorado later this month. But next up, we have Philadelphia next Saturday, and then three days later on a Tuesday, May tenth, we got Portland for open cup match. Uh, May fourteenth, that Saturday, we travel to Colorado to play Colorado at twelve thirty. Uh, then that Wednesday is LAC versus Austin, which is a game that'll be fun to watch mm. for sure. Battle over the West, hopefully for top. Top uh top One. seed right there, mm-hmm. uh and then following that weekend, shield. yeah, supporters shield road as well. It's a big on supporters shield aspect. Uh, three days later again, four days actually. Uh, May twenty first on a Saturday, LAFC traveled to Lower dot com Field in Columbus, Ohio, to take on the Columbus Crew. Then following that week is to close out the month, San Jose, which is like all right, yeah, ah, it's a breather. You know what I mean? Yeah. As of right now, that's a breather. They're still trying to sort things out with their whole personnel that's going on over there with their mm-hmm. management. Can't get caught lacking though. Yeah, most definitely. They did have they did win a game recently, didn't they? Uh yeah. Not yesterday, but Seattle. Oh maybe Seattle, so and Seattle Seattle's has a low key down there. Yeah, but I mean in terms like of league, but in terms of Champions points. League right now, they're doing their thing. Yeah. They got a big game this Wednesday. Very big. Against Pumas for the second leg at Lumen Field. It is been reported that they are gonna be stacked. Sold out 61,000 fans at Damn. that stadium. and Sold out. I think it's like 75 capacity. There's still room for it to grow. So most definitely. Um, but yeah, we have one, two, three, they four, are. five, six games to close out the month. Uh, and then after that, we have a two-week break. Whew. Get to breathe. Mm. Catch some Angel City. Catch some Angel City for sure. Yeah. It's weird this year, though, because, I mean, we're supposed to have the World Cup, but it's going to be in November this time, so... Yeah, it's like we have a break, but we don't have a break. Mm-hmm. But so is games going on? I don't know. The MLS Cup final is supposed to be November tenth, I believe, or November eighth. The first game, which will be, of course, for the host city, Qatar, will be playing the first game on November twenty fourth. So they That's, have about two a short turnaround, two weeks to transition from, you know, championship uh, for domestic league to international play for the biggest. Grandest stage of them all, the World Cup. Yeah, and that's MLS too. Yeah, like if you're thinking Europe top five leagues and stuff, like I don't even know how they're gonna. because the, they're by that time they're barely starting their season. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're fine with like, the breather. You know what I mean? It's like, be like just, five games in, but it's gonna be strange. I don't, that's man. weird. It's gonna be strange, brother. I don't like it. Hopefully, United's up top of there doing those. Five yeah, games. <laughs> we know they're not though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Nonetheless, right Hollins had great volley there. Absolutely. I think there's not much to break down there. Uh, but that Cifuentes goal. Mm. Not only was the goal nice. Very nice build-up. The build-up was fantastic. From Pancho Ginella. Oh, that beautiful move. That, what do we call that move, man? I don't even know. Dude, like, I've been doing it ever since I've been started playing. Yeah. Everyone does it. There's no name for it, man. Somebody got to give it a name. Just a poop-poop. Yup. Behind the, behind the back type deal you know mm-hmm. what I mean so that was done and then that beautiful and not only was the move made but that move was the pass to Chica Palacios who did a beautiful cross down the middle going negative towards the P- PK spot uh, for Jose Cifuentes we had an argument before the, the we started recording today how did he score that goal 
And mm-hmm. it looked like, you know, after reviewing it, he shot up with his left foot and kind of bounced down like after a After further review. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a lucky touch, but who cares? A goal's a goal, man. It went in. Yep. <laughs> Literally all that matters. With that, LAFC take the three points, and they remain up top, not only in the West, but in the league with 22 points. Next up is Austin FC with 20, and then in terms of Supporters Shield, it's 18 with Philadelphia, who we play uh, next weekend. Next weekend. So that is a big game for sure. No doubt. So with that, we're going to go ahead and transition and accept our callers. Again, it was a very fun day yesterday. We want to hear from all of you guys. So if you guys want to go ahead and call in and let us know how you feel, go ahead and call us here at 22 West Radio, 562-985-5140. Again, it's 562-985-5140. Go ahead and give us a call. Let us know what your thoughts. What do you think about LAFC and going forward and just overall big games the rest of this month? There was eight games this month. Five of those are at home, three are away. So mm-hmm. that is definitely something. If you want to go watch the black and gold right now, is the perfect time to do so, especially with the games at such a high level right now. No high doubt. intensity. A lot of good games this month. And we're the be best tough. team in the league. Best team in the league still. Yep. We keep it going. So, yeah, go ahead and give us a call. Again, the number is 562-985-5140. Ooh. Jerry. Ask me something. Tell me, anything that stood out to you from this game? Or maybe that it's been going on throughout the season that you caught your eye more so yesterday than before? I want to say, I want to say one thing about yesterday. And it doesn't have to do with the players. It has to do with the coach. But it has to do with just overall fans. You don't got to say one thing. You can say many things. That's actually true, man. <laughs> man I love the whole bunch you respect me, brother. <laughs> Go for it. more people like you, man. <laughs> Uh, the vibe overall with the atmosphere was like nothing else before. And it was just weird mm. to me because it's like, dude, it's a regular Sunday night. You know, LAFC are playing every weekend. Yeah, it's not a crazy. It's not a crazy game. We're playing Minnesota. Game that stands out or anything. That second After that second goal, mm. you know, 30-52 were chanting Dale Black and Gold. You know, dale, 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 Black and Gold. In the 93rd minute, too. Everybody was chanting, the whole stadium, everyone mm-hmm. in the South End, the East End, the West End, all around, dude. Even people who were over there trying to get food over in the concourse yeah, corner. Even bro. the bacon wrapped hot dog ladies exactly, outside the stadium. Exactly, bro. They were singing and dancing, dude. And to me, that gave me huge goosebumps, brother. That gave mm-hmm. me the chills, man. And there's like... Big old goosebumps. The big old ones. The one make the Chicken stare. skin. Yeah, the one to make the, the, the hairs pull out or something. <laughs> <laughs> Stick out or whatnot. Yeah. Yep. No, it's definitely. But... The last time I actually saw or, like, felt that vibe was when, and this is, you know, completely true, unbiased, is when LAFC played Leon here at the bank for that second leg when Diego Rossi came back with that hat trick and whatnot. Mm. Beautiful game. But that atmosphere was not only showcased from the Black and Gold fans, but also from the Leon fans. Yeah. Like, that was the loudest any other way team has been at our own stadium. Everyone screaming. Leon, Leon, and it's just being loud, man. And I don't man, doubt it. Dude. That was the only time where I feel like, damn, we're in a way being intimidated in our own stadium. Mm-hmm. Previous, or like, pri- like most stadiums feel intimidated by us. Exactly. It. You know, that was the first how time. The, how the tables have turned. Yeah, that was the only time, man. Uh, and then before that, the other chance, I only had goosebumps three times. Last night was one of those times. That game against Leon, and then that playoff game against the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. You know, 75th minute, we're dominating 5-3. to three, 
And I hear it every, after every pass. Ole, ole, ole. And that was just like, well, three times thus far. Now, the many years that I've been going to the Ben California Stadium for LAFC matches, those are three times that I've had goosebumps. So that just stood out to me, though, last night. Yeah. How about you? You got anything for you? I just wanted to say shout out Mamadou Fall and Jesus Morillo because they've been holding it down in the center back. And I feel like they don't get talked about enough. Like, yeah, we talk about the defense as a whole, as a team, and even Crepo to an extent of how good they've been this season. But Fall and Murillo have been balling, bro. And the clean sheet, Murillo, I think Murillo played really good yesterday, especially that. Capped it off with like that double footed <laughs> slide <laughs> tackle, low key, that low key on FIFA. That's a red card, but oh, yeah. but nonetheless, it was clean. <laughs> it right? was clean to to a certain extent. Yeah, and both of them are like ball magnets when it comes to corners and headers. Like if it's not Fall getting on it, is Murillo getting on it? I also want to give a shout out to uh, ULAFC Academy uh, graduate, homegrown contract man, uh, Antonio Leone, mm. who's been holding it down as well as a center back for Las Vegas Lights. He did the exact same thing this past weekend in their matchup. Uh, I can't remember exactly who they played against, but I remember seeing a clip of him just running back on his own on a counterattack. There's a guy 1v1 against a keeper. He just comes from behind, clean tackle, and just clears it out. And mm. I saw the exact same thing from Jesus Murillo last night. Mm. And, you know, just going back to these, you know, center back conversations, you know, the depth there, we have Mamoru Fall, Jesus Murillo right now as our key starters. Um, and then we have Ibiaga who can hold it down in the back at times too. Mm-hmm. Don Neal too. Don Neal Henry. And then we also have, you know, Antonio Antonio Leone who could come up as well whenever needed. Mm-hmm. Uh if necessary. You know what I'm saying? And your homeboy, we're still waiting on Segura. We're still waiting on my compadre Eddie Segura to uh, come back in as well. And I've been told that he'll be ready to go uh by the middle of this month in May. Um I take it as you know what, we're playing very well right now the way we are. Mm-hmm. Let's not rush him back. Absolutely you know what I'm not. You know, everything is being good. If he was like, if it was urgent for him to come back, then let's say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, you know, and that comes with the aspect of the game and just overall the business part of it and the competition. Uh, he does have to fight for a spot again as of right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would say so too. I am confident that he will get that spot back. That's what I'm saying. Who I would take him over Mamadou Fall. Really? Just based on the experience. Because Murillo, he's a big guy. Both of them are Colombians. They can work together well. And they played together True. over there at Medellin uh, for a bit. So that's definitely something that I'm keeping an eye on. And I mean, Mamadou Fall, he has been doing his thing, though. He's been balling. So there is also that possibility of maybe, just maybe, we could play three in the back. But I mean, there's a lot of possibilities to do a lot mm. of things. I mean, last night we saw 4 one 4 one They were like, whoa, what's going on here? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So... Nonetheless, that is something that I'm keeping my eyes keen on. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's a fantastic problem to have. You 100%. know what I'm saying? Imagine not having Eddie Segura. Mm. That's something I don't want you want to think about. Yep. So we'll get there when we get there. We'll continue to watch him on his recovery. He's on good uh, status right now, good rotation going towards that. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know if he could take out Mamadou, though. He is balling. He's, you know he's right been, I think, the most consistent player in bar Ilié so far this season like he hasn't i don't even mistakes well m- minus the outlier of the galaxy game where mm. everyone was messing up left yeah. and right i i don't i don't think he's put his foot wrong stepped the foot wrong yet fair enough fair enough okay i'll give you that one i guess um two-time team of the week too two-time so. team of the week as well i think that's the most right now so far right ilia has been there like Ilya's three or, been, three or actually, four times yeah, yeah, too right, so so those two the most consistent players right now. So yeah, you have you have a a point there. Mm. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I want to hear from people though if they want to think otherwise or the same. So five six two nine eight five five one four zero. 562-985-5140. Go ahead and give us a call. Let us know how you feel about this uh, center back situation here with LAFC. It's not a bad situation. It's a great situation to have. A great problem to have. You have too many good players. You know who to start. That's awesome. You know Absolutely. What I mean? So it's like the, it's like Golden State right now. They're oh, not even, yeah. They can't even start Curry. Can't even start Curry, bro. It's not good. That's crazy to me. You always got to sneak in some basketball talk in the show. Hey, man. It's playoffs. <laughs> right on. Well, for now, we're going to go ahead and take our first break of the show. And we'll welcome back our callers as well. And, you know, look forward to the rest of this month. We have a big matchup against Austin FC later this uh, month. So, yeah, that's definitely one we're going to have our eyes keen on as well. So, no with doubt. that, we'll see you guys shortly. We got some. What we gotta put? What on you got, here? Jerry? What oh, you got? I gotta find. Here we go. On, Jerry's on Ox. Everybody. I'm on Ox. Everybody, no worries. No worries or worries? No, no, no worries, brother. Come on now. I like some Stevie so Wonder. Don't worry. I like some Stevie Wonder. No, that's what Stevie Wonder on deck, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into La Sandra Saga Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso. We're still riding off this high, brother. Let you know right now. Yes, sir. Are we too high? I don't know. We're about to find uh, out. Uh, Steve uh, Wonder, uh, take us away, all right? Ha ha ha.
My name is Bella Arnold. I am a journalism major and English creative writing minor, and this is my second year at Long Beach State. And you're listening to the Student Run 22 West Media. What's up, everybody? Los Angeles Struggle Show here. Jerry Reynoso here to help you guys out. To mellow out here and talk some LAFC. We're currently in our intermission right now. We're going to go ahead and get started in about a few minutes. But thank you for tuning in for now. Enjoy some Lil Connor featuring Tom Mish, Angel. I can run, run away when it's all finished. Diminish, just business, report Guinness. Trust, I got nothing if it's all in this. But if I keep all the trouble that I brought with this, it's finished. Yeah, this is how the game goes. Dodging plain clothes, villains chasing rainbows. Suppose if it was anything but main roads, talking tech. Toes, another case closed. I'm Cause this and this is where you'll find me. Sipping on a chai tea, talking all politely. And rightly so, they're telling me they might be. Looking for the trouble, nah, no, never be combined, G. I'm, I keep it low key, like a baritone. Just far from sopranos who haven't grown. Cause everybody talks tough in a bad zone. Hip, I get trained with a bag of chrome So if I stand alone, reminisce, I used to run A couple guys taught tough, never shoot a gun I know they used to bump flame when they used the sun I never really did, labelled me unusual one It's dumb, cause I was trying to change position Pots missing, trying to stop this opposition Blocks hissing, big blocks, the dogs pissing Yo, I wanted them gone, I stopped living Trust, I stopped living long I wanted them gone, I stopped living Trust, Stop living trust, I want it to That's why you're my angel You're my, you're my angel You're my angel I'm 
think I see them You think your enemies are nothing till you bleed them Yeah, cause all I really wanted was my freedom Disappearing and I'm realizing that I need them Charles, so I can sit up in the park with the same sign And let my missus tell me, baby, you're the better one I'm feeling, feeling better than I ever done Still, I know I need this fucking drama when it's said and done Uh, cause where I'm from, hidden in the big deep south Opening my big deep mouth, yo A lot of people trying to keep these out But these days, I hate to say I dig deep now Charles, cause honestly, I need them Yo, I hate them, but I grieve them Oh, I think I finally found a reason Charles, the light, the light, the fire needs the air I won't burn unless you're there Check it like, I Like the fire needs the air I won't burn unless you're there Check it like, I Like the fire needs the air I won't burn unless you're there It's been a while since summer Finally found some time to be alone Or try and lower my tone Never last long for me Sitting on the train from Wilston Green Places I've never been And as the seasons come and go So do all the things I used to know The way my heart will flow And though we might not meet again Listen till the end Over and over again And that's why you're my angel Welcome back to Los Angeles Saga Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso, alongside Jonathan Ortega. John, at, where John at? At where John. You can't forget the hashtag handle, bro. You, already you know. can't forget the social media handle, man. No doubt. We were just talking about LAFC's big win against Minnesota United. Again, that was, for those of you who want to know what that song was, that's Loyal uh, Corner featuring Tom Mish. Angel is the name of the song. Beautiful song. You guys might recognize it from FIFA. Let me say 18. Definitely a banger. One of the top songs. It was not an 18, because I had 18. Oh, then 20. Mm. has to be 20, I think. Somewhere around there. Post-18, I don't know anything. No, okay, yeah. It's a whole different game. But yeah, most definitely. It was a great song. You're my angel. <laughs> Ad-libs? Ad-libs, bro. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, Jonathan, we were talking about LAFC's big win. Now we're going and transitioning to the breakfast tacos. Where are they at, man? I don't see none. I don't see nothing. I just ordered a, a chicken Caesar salad over at the uh, outpost right now. Did you really? Yeah, homie's hooking it up right now. Gonna go get it for me. Hey, but uh, no breakfast tacos anywhere. I have not seen any. They just happen to have some for like a couple hours. Yeah. While we haven't played yet. Yeah, exactly. So doesn't count. Yeah, man. No salsa verde. I'm not upset at Austin FC, you know, getting hyped. You know, that's perfectly fine. They deserve it, man. They've been balling out. Sebastian Duriusi, who's the heavy MVP mm. candidate right now for Baller. the league. From where? Out. From where? Call her and answer the question. River Plate. Mm-hmm. This one. 
Okay, buddy. <laughs> hey, man. Don't we're, make me, we're winning the Libertadores. All right. Don't don't make me bring out the freaking La Avalancha. <laughs> huh? Don't make me bring out the La Avalancha uh, uh, celebration right here. Start shaking the whole studio. <laughs> Some podcast over here. Um, but yeah, man. Nonetheless, dude. They don't celebrate anything. <laughs> What happened? They yesterday? don't have nothing. To what celebrate. happened yesterday when you were at the at HQ buying this hat? That no, I, got? I saw a fellow with a a cabbage shirt, <laughs> a cabbage shirt. I just told him it was an ugly shirt. But you told him in Spanish, right? And yeah. then what did he say? You don't even know. I don't even know. It's it's too Argentinian for me to understand. He was saying some stuff. I it was like, too quick for me. I was like, I, was I, like, I don't this know. This guy over here with the pocho and <laughs> and the show show going all out on that he one. Shit, look at me. I was like, he lost me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All I said was that that shirt's ugly. That's all I said. Yeah. You, when I start talking about your mom and stuff, like, you gotta be careful, brother. <laughs> Argentinians, <But yeah>. bro. <laughs> yeah. This is how it goes. Gotta love them. And you know, as for Austin FC, you know they've been balling, man. Uh, Twenty points after a horrific season last year. I will say, there was a lot of fans from Austin that were complaining about Josh Wolf's antics and his tactics uh, and it's just his overall mindset of how to play the game on the pitch for his squad uh, last season. Mm. This season, I think he kind of shut a lot of the fans up for Austin, uh, which reminds me a lot of you know how patient we were trying to be with Bob Bradley when we first started. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nonetheless, when it comes to becoming an expansion side within this league, you know, I like to say like, Clubs like LAFC and Atlanta United, they're the foundation and the standard that every new upcoming team is trying to be. Mm-hmm. And I think the only team, you know, since we got here uh, that was able to replicate or kind of almost head to that standard is Austin FC. Mm. So that's why it's a team where it's like, you know, I don't have any bad blood with them. You know, shout out to them for being successful. No Nashville? Nashville, a, Nashville, a bit. A bit. bit. More of the eastern side, like that setup right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlotte is doing Charlotte's okay. getting there, they're, they're doing but okay Nashville, so far. just the overall atmosphere and and the supportive culture and how active they are. Mm-hmm. Nashville and uh, Charlotte are very similar to like New England and uh, let's see who else. Another Eastern Conference team that's pretty high up there. Uh, I guess you could say Philadelphia and Philadelphia. I feel like they can sell out of more of a bigger stadium. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, Toronto as well. They all have this very similar vibe, but in terms of like crazy and like you were packing the house no matter what seattle lafc atlanta united Mm. um there's not very many that are like that you know but it's like it's a certain vibe that you recognize you know what i mean and i'm hoping that uh you know especially after this draw uh in their home opener between nashville and philadelphia uh that you know maybe nashville can kind of step it up in their new geodes park Mm, so very nice park by the way it was very nice it looked beautiful yeah most definitely and we're gonna, we're well gonna go see this later on though oh yeah we gotta go visit nonetheless austin fc is, is a club that i'm very fond of uh i have a lot of friends that support them you know shout out to we are austin tv and those fellows over there um but you know we're all gonna be friends outside the pitch right mm, of course we're of all course. gonna be you know we're probably gonna even get some breakfast tacos before the game before lafc and, uh, and austin play each other maybe not they're good they're good tacos uh, are tacos bro. i don't know about eggs and a taco though i actually do that bro eggs bacon and then my mom has a salsa verde that she makes mm. don't ask bro it's like when hashtag you're in the verde. hashtag verde yeah <laughs> hashtag salsa verde there you go but um they should use that they should huh they, put some salsa they probably they, they could probably, do a lot of things with that dude, 
McConaughey. You need to hire me. McConaughey PR or something. doing his thing, bro. I know. Mm. That's, that's not a bad idea, brother. <laughs> um, like I said, before the game, we're all going to be family. We're all going to show some love. You know, they're... They're all they're all great people that Austin the city of Austin. They just I was told that it's very I haven't visited yet and mm. I plan to very soon. Me neither. Um, but that just the overall vibe in the community in Austin is second to none. So that's that's very promising for somebody who's an outsider like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course when that whistle's blowing and we're in the stadium and we're on opposite sides of each other in terms of the stands mm. we're going to war baby yes sir we're not friends during that time we're going to war but after the game we're, battle but after, after that game then we're not going to get we're going to get some late night tacos over at the closest on chat <laughs> and you know we're going to talk about the game and just overall enjoy each other's company and enjoy each other's presence man that's what that's what football is all about yeah. and i'm very excited for this may 18th matchup matchup middle of the week which is kind of tough for a lot of people I'm hoping a lot of Austin FC supporters come, and I don't doubt that they will, you know, come in big numbers. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised either. I wouldn't be surprised. So they're really about it. Yeah, most definitely. So far, and I'm ready to make some more friends, man. Whether if it's black and gold or black and green, man. So hey. that's something I'm very looking forward to uh, later on this month in May. Uh, other than this game, is there any game that you're probably looking forward to as well? Uh, in the in the month of May. Timbers. Oh, open cup game. Big game kind of strange it's on a tuesday night too huh? yeah that's unfortunate but yeah. let's see it man i'm excited for it It was dude. a 1-1 game and during the season it was like one of the first what second third game? second game second, second home game. game second season overall yo yeah and it was like let's go man yeah i, I want that rematch like i want that we rematch. got a tie but I, it left a bad taste in my mouth no doubt about that enough. and it was like something that was like all right you just shake off that yimmy char goal you yeah know, it happened nice Nice goal, you know, couldn't save it. Oh, well, and you know. The way Portland plays, like, it just irks me as a football fan. <laughs> like, anti-football, just sit back and pray to God you get a one breakaway. Like, That's the Italian catenaccio, yeah. where it's like, you get a goal and you're sitting back. I, I hate know exactly it. how you feel, man. Because it's not it. entertaining football, man. I hate every team that plays like that. Yeah. And so, I am a Portland Timbers hater. <laughs> Fair at this point in time, that's well, this will actually be the third time we played them in the in the U.S. Open Cup. Mm-hmm. We beat them the first time, lost the second time, so this will be the third time. Um, you know, the farthest LAFC has made it made it through the U.S. Open Cup has been the semifinal and penalties against Houston Dynamo over at, I believe we put it at the bank. Lati Blessing missed a penalty to secure, uh, you know, to go into the overtime of penalty kicks to extend the penalty kick shootout, um, but unfortunately they didn't make it, so that was a bummer. Uh, but it we did beat Portland in that first season, and we continue to strive. Last time we played in the U.S. Open Cup, we're uh, able to advance towards the fourth round instead of us starting like in the third round, how we did this year. Mm-hmm. So we faced off against San Jose, who had the likes of you know Matias Almeida was of course very starting with the club, and Vaco was there as well. Uh, Jackson Yule was getting some minutes. And this was before the pre-Chivas players started coming in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Trying, trying to make themselves uh, known over here in the United States, especially in San Jose. Um, and then following that, we had lost to Fallen Timbers 2-1. to one. So, yeah, definitely a bummer. Uh, but definitely, you know, not only just from that game, again, in the beginning of the season, where we tied them 1-1, but this is a bad taste that's been on the mouse for a few years now that we yeah. need to, you know, clean up from. Portland's kind of has our number so far. Yeah, to be honest with you. Uh, and I think they have a bad taste in their mouth from what happened in 2019 when we beat them, when we took over their stadium, when they reopened it. Mm. So I wouldn't be upset. I mean, I don't blame them if they're upset. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this is definitely, I consider a rivalry. It's justified. Yeah. 
and uh, yeah, it should be a fun one. That's a game that I have circled on my calendar as well. Uh, those, of course, those, is that those th- filthy green teams? Yeah, and Timbers, man. Uh, <laughs> well, I like Austin. Yeah, Austin should be fun to watch. And uh, of course, next week in Philadelphia, last time we played them, we tied them three three over at the bank. Mm. Um, and a beautiful goal. And you just again, there's these goals like Yumi Charles bicycle kick. Like, ah, right, it happened. Cool, yeah. you clap it up. It is what it is. But the same thing happened when Jacob Glesnitz when he scored from over yonder. Mm. On a free kick on uh, who was it? I believe it was on Kenneth Vermeer. Oh man, of course, it was not fun, but what a goal, dude! And yeah. this was pre-COVID when it happened, so that was like, oof. Last game before everything shut down, man. Mm-hmm. It was that Philadelphia game where we tied three three. The following left, that, left, that left that bad taste in your mouth for yeah, exactly like a year, a year, right? Mm. And then later, like three days later or four days later, it was gonna be supposed to be on a Thursday night, March eighth, I want to say. LA Sure was supposed to play their first leg against Cruz Azul mm. at the bank after beating Leon. So, yeah, definitely a lot of stuff that I need to clean. We need, we need to brush our teeth. Yeah. And not only that, no but we need to get our dubs. So, yeah, nonetheless. Any final thoughts, brother, as we uh, prepare to close this game out? Uh, I have a couple little things here and there, but nothing crazy. Um. St. Clair is a really good goalkeeper, by the way. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't touch on that. Yeah, he did pretty did pretty good. Uh, definitely uh, fun to watch. I see why he's like the highest rated goalkeeper so far through the season. Yeah, makes total sense. Probably yes. gonna be an all star, possibly. And you know, we love Tyler Miller as LAFC fans. We show some love to him all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's always based on form. Mm-hmm. And Dane St. Clair is uh the best player right now. You know, overall, possibly not, but. Dane Sinclair is, is a baller right now. Third string uh, goalkeeper behind Max and Crapo. Mm. You know, Max and Crapo is right now the second. Uh, William Borhan is the starting goalkeeper right now, who I honestly still to this day don't know who he plays for, which I do need to do research on. And he plays in uh, I believe uh, he's Serbia in Serbia. Yeah, Croatia? he's like in Belgium or somewhere, somewhere in Europe for sure. But he's a starter for Canada right now, and he is a baller. What I love him about and, him. Him in his sweatpants. Yeah, that's exactly. His sweatpants is like. Dude, nobody else does this, yeah. man. So shout out to him. Uh, but most definitely, we want to see our guy Maxim Crapo to be there for the World Cup and start for Canada. No doubt. Um, so we'll wait to see that. The sweatpants is some true old head. <laughs> I don't care what. <laughs> I was surprised uh, we didn't see a hat on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's steal on Sunday league. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't want to change from PJs. The one with the with the with the pads on him. Yeah, on the, on the thighs. <laughs> you got the old copas. Yeah, exactly. The Copa Mundiales. And something. Uh, to leave you thinking about, what about if Hinella were to play the eight one day? He did do pretty good yesterday. Exactly, didn't he? I think he played pretty he did good. Pretty good. One of the few more minutes he came up yesterday. I just don't think he's a long-lasting player. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think he could last a full at least maybe Nine. at least sixty. Mm. But to start, I don't think so just yet, man. We need to start hot, and I mean we are a little bit slow to start right now, even with our starters uh, currently. But nah. One day, maybe. One I, don't day. I don't know. He he impressed me yesterday. So he did. He was definitely a guy. We you know we we continue to support because we want to see everybody succeed on mm-hmm. this club. Uh, and as of right now, everyone's doing their thing. You know, yeah. I was honest. There was a lot of players that missed out yesterday as well. You know, we had um, Ismail to Julius Shradi who didn't play yesterday. Oh, yeah. I honestly think he would have balled out yesterday. He probably would have scored. He probably would have scored. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. our depth. Is our middle name right now? LAFC, Death, Black and Gold. Yep, that's all it is. That's all it is. We done here, brother. Let's do it. Right on, well. 
Good talk. This banger right here. Thank everybody for tuning in to Los Angeles Saga Show. I'm your host, Jerry Reynoso. You can follow me on social media at JR4YNOSO. Jonathan Ortega's here at me. Yes, sir. Where's John John at? Follow us at Los Angeles Saga. We'll see you guys for a Friday preview show. We have Philadelphia this weekend. Enjoy this. Under by Mac Ayers.